If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Sonoma County health officials said yesterday that 135,000 residents would be eligible for a COVID-19 vaccine booster if federal health officials approve the third dose for residents 65 and older this week. Yesterday, the Food and Drug Administration authorized Pfizer boosters for these groups of people and authorization for Moderna and Johnson & Johnson are on the way. Dr. Sidari May said local residents under 65 should not rush to get a booster shot as the vaccines already provide a very high level of immunity. As of yesterday, it was reported that 76% of Sonoma County has been fully vaccinated. That's pretty cool. That's what's reported. At least. Yeah. And uh, we're seeing the map of the whole Bay Area. And we're actually, believe it or not, one of the lower counties in the entire Bay Area. But we're getting there slowly but surely. Saturday Night Live is going to kick off season 47 on October 2nd. Owen Wilson is hosting and Casey Musgraves is performing. That's going to be really fun to see. For October 9th, we're going to have our first Kardashian host, Kim Kardashian, with musical guest Halsey. Then October 16th, Rami Malek and Young Thug. And October 23rd, Amber, I know you're going to be excited about this, Jason Sudeikis and Brandi Carlisle. What a duo. What a pair. It's going to be a great show. No other hosts or musical guests have been announced quite yet, but that usually happens as the season rolls on. Love that. I'm excited for SNL coming this fall. Yeah, we got Casey Musgraves on the Mm. opening night of SNL. It's going to be really fun. Well, legendary outlaw country singer David Allen Coe. He never even called me by my name. Has revealed that he defeated COVID-19 and was released from the hospital. Now, doctors still have him on supplemental oxygen, and he's building up strength in hopes of getting back to performing soon. Now, David Allen Coe is 82 years old, and it kind of looks like he might outlive us all. Get up. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Everything's going to be times have you said i'm fine when you weren't we took a poll on our instagram what are the results tanner 100 percent of people who voted said they do this quote a lot oh okay so i'm asking this because i was reading about this new study and more than two-thirds of adults that's us admit to saying they are fine when they are really struggling with mental health issues so tanner you do this yeah i do this a lot i do this a lot and i think the reasoning behind it is i don't really want to inconvenience people with stuff that's going on in my mind i'm like i'm fine i'm fine the guy was not doing fine (laughs) in fact tanner chambers was not doing fine (laughs) uh i i totally understand that you know i think there's a difference between somebody just like passively saying hey how's it going and how are you yeah like when someone's like hey amber how are you it almost brings me to tears i'm like you care (laughs) (laughs) and you know in those instances do you tell people how you are actually doing or do you just say you're fine I think it really depends. Yeah. Kind of like you're saying, like, 
at work when you're in a professional environment, it's kind of hard to do that. Yeah. But your coworkers do care about you. Unless they're monsters. Absolutely. But in situations <laughs> where we're outside of work, I still struggle with saying, maybe not everything is fine. Like, that's been a big challenge in my relationship. I just want to say it's fine all the time. And then it's like, no, something's going on. Right. And, I, you know, I think society is becoming more acceptable, you know, accepting of us talking about our feelings. Yeah. Which is a good thing because you don't want to bottle it all up. Yeah. It's not good. You know, I grew up and my dad said, you know, hide your tears, don't cry, men don't cry. And what I'm learning now as I become an adult, that's totally the wrong mentality when oh, you gosh. think about it. You know, that I'm sad to hear that. And, I, you know, I, my fiance cries sometimes. Yeah, good. When he stumps his toe. It, especially when he stomps. <laughs> Depends how hard he stomps because I'm I think anybody kidding. would cry. You know, it's totally fine. You know, and think about this when you ask somebody, are you okay and how are you? Like, say it and mean it. And if they want to talk about their issues, please listen. Do not hold it in. Good personality with some good music also. The best morning soundtrack. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. Just eat it. What's your favorite food when your pantry is running low? Getting a lot of great responses on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. Randy from Petaluma says top ramen. Then I crack an egg in it. That's great. I've done that. But honestly, I've had so much top ramen in my life, I don't think I could ever eat it again. Uh, Brittany from Healdsburg says, the butter, cinnamon, and sugar on toast combination. It's always a classic. Oh, my mom always used to make that for me. I've never had that before. It's pretty good. Uh, Nick from Fountain Grove says, grilled cheese sandwich. All these responses are making me incredibly hungry. Uh, I keep forgetting to do grocery shopping, and it's driving me nuts. To do grocery shopping. I don't know why I like that phrase. <laughs> I like to do the grocery shopping. And I don't realize that I f- keep forgetting to do the grocery shopping until it's dinner time. <laughs> so sometimes me. I just have to grab what I have and make it work. Yeah. And whenever I've been low on cash or I don't have food, there is one meal I can rely on. And that meal is butter noodles. Just cook some pasta, put some butter in that bad boy, throw a bunch of garlic powder, and boom, you're full. My friend Taylor does this. Well, I love your friend Taylor. She's like, let me make you my specialty. I was like, what? And she like cooks some noodles, put butter, salt and pepper, and a bunch of Parmesan in it. And she's like, it's the best, isn't it? And I was like, this is not good. I want to give a high five to your friend Taylor. That's not good. Right now, because that is absolutely the way I do it. And wait, so you've tried it? Yeah. And you're not a fan? No, I don't. I just, I keep like a can of like at least like sauce. Yeah. For noodles. Even if I don't cook the meat, you just pour the sauce on the noodles. You got to try it the way I make it. I'll make it for you sometime. I don't know. (laughs) Do you? Oh, I ahead. do something with noodles the same reason. I mean, uh, but it's mac and cheese. And our friend Steven just called in and says he does the same thing. But I told him something that made him go ill, which is I add tuna in the mac and cheese for protein. So you're thinking what I make is gross, <laughs> but you're putting tuna in your mac and cheese? Oh, yeah. I cannot believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP.
636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. So last night, Taylor and I went to a work dinner at Belly Luff's Coast Kitchen in downtown Santa Rosa. It was good, wasn't it? It was really good. It was delicious. I had the crispy chicken sandwich, and whoo, man, it was good. Okay, well, I ordered a kale salad, and our boss... Jim just goes, when did Kale get a publicist? (laughs) (laughs) And everyone was just like, what is it with Kale? Where did Kale even come from? And we had this full conversation about Kale. Yeah, Kale is something that I didn't start eating until probably the past year. (laughs) I was really not doing well health-wise, and my oldest brother goes, just eat some Kale. Yeah, it's good. I revealed that uh, I put it in my smoothie sometimes, and you mentioned that I bring in this like weird contraption to work every day. Yeah, it's a blend jet, (laughs) and you literally have a portable like smoothie maker with you all the time, and I've never seen something like that. It's incredible. I I love that thing. You can take it with you everywhere. You can charge it. And smoothies on the go, man. And, I, you know, I said for health reasons, I revealed at the table that I put chia seeds in it. And chia seeds are antioxidants. They're full of fiber. And I said, you know, they... They get it gets things moving for me, <laughs> yeah. and you know our boss loved it. But uh, back to putting kale in my smoothies, Tanner. Through our research about kale last night, what have you discovered about kale? Why is it great? So it's called a nutrition superstar, which I think Ooh. is a really funny thing to call it. It has lots of vitamin A, K, B six, C. Also has calcium potassium copper uh, manganese and it just seems like a really good thing to eat which i never ate kale a day in my life until last year it is so good for you it's so abundant too i felt like i was not making a dent in the salad yeah uh last night but um now i'm on this mission after this conversation last night to find all these like super healthy and nutrients mm-hmm. rich food uh, we're calling the mission what the kale because what that, the kale? that's what we came up with last night <laughs> um so what are some superfoods you think i should start eating tanner i know you're gonna hate this because i know you hate this food but tomatoes what the heck is wrong with you why would i ever do that because they're super good for you Mm-mm. so after doing some research i found out they're great in vitamin c and and is actually shown to reduce the risk of prostate cancer which amber i know you don't have to deal with that <laughs> but <laughs> to all the fellas <laughs> out there i'm not doing it it's a yeah <laughs> to all the fellas out there tomatoes are gonna be in your mission your what the kale mission yeah your what the kale mission again Uh, this is not applicable to amber whatsoever (laughs) but you know i i like tomatoes and maybe you like tomatoes too all right what are some superfoods besides prostate cancer tomatoes that i should eat or what should go in my smoothie next let us know what the kale kale? 636-1467 it's wine o'clock somewhere so pour yourself a glass It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Just a little bit of a warning. Got some very sad news uh, about the Gabby Petito case. Uh, Unfortunately, they found her and she is no longer with us. Uh, She was 22 years old. All of this comes after this viral body cam footage of Gabby and her fiance, Brian Laundrie, Uh, that revealed they had been fighting in their camper van. They were traveling through the desert. They were going to Utah. And it has been revealed that 
Gabby and Brian did indeed have a toxic relationship. Now, Brian Laundry's friend, Ben, is quoted in People magazine saying, one minute they'd be all over each other, very lovey-dovey. The next minute, he'd be like, we're fighting. They always had some drama. There was always something below the surface or things weren't 100% wonderful. Now, Gabby's friend, Alyssa, has also gone on record to say they had times they were toxic and times where everything they seemed pretty healthy. They had very low lows and very high highs. Well, Gabby, if you didn't know, was on a road trip with Brian, um, who has been identified as a person of interest in this case. And FBI agents have still been searching for him as he's not been seen since leaving his family's home last Tuesday. So they believe he's on the run. Um, I am so invested. Even my dreams are about finding this man, Brian Laundry. I think he's definitely in Mexico sipping margaritas. His parents gave him a pretty good head start with this quote-unquote camping trip they took him on uh, before anyone was reported missing, before Gabby was reported missing, before Brian was reported missing, quote-unquote. And I really think the FBI needs to bring in the parents for questioning, which they haven't done. They've searched the home. But more importantly, they need to officially, officially make him a suspect Because obviously, that's what he is at this point. Uh, You guys are contributing on Facebook, sending us messages right now. And Ariel from Cloverdale says, I read somewhere that they're trying to get the records from Brian's family's Alexa. That's crazy. Just a reminder, Alexa records everything. Uh, But Lindsay from Santa Rosa says, I'm awake. I can't sleep. I've had so many thoughts today. I cannot believe we still have no idea where Brian is. Stephanie from Toddy says, I mean, honestly, can the FBI just drop us off in Florida? We'll find Baldo and have this case solved, (laughs) which is hilarious because Brian is bald. Um, But yes, I truly think it's bizarre that the dirty laundries, as the media is calling them, haven't had some sort of statement or plea to the public in regards to their son. And I truly believe they know where he is. But what are your thoughts on this case? Call us right now. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. What is your lose it story? It's the worst when you have that moment when you think to yourself, oh, man, I can't believe I left that behind. I feel like a dummy. And I felt like a dummy after Amber, Dano, our boss Jim, and our coach Becky went to dinner at Belly last night. Becky got a pizza and didn't finish it. And she offered leftovers to everybody. Yeah. And because I'm a human garbage disposal, I happily obliged. And so I got home reached over to my passenger seat to eat a slice of uh, the pizza, and what would you know, I forgot the box with the leftovers at the restaurant. Wait, <laughs> you were going to eat it on the way home? Yeah. You were at dinner, you're like, I'm so full. I'm not, I don't want the leftovers. <laughs> I, well, okay, to be fair, I parked. I parked my car, and I was at home, and I just wanted a quick slice of pizza before I brought it in. Is that weird? You didn't want your girlfriend to have any. That's what it was. <laughs> no, there's multiple slices. Sometimes you just got to, you know, not <laughs> be open about how many slices there are. Okay. Well, I do this all the time. So don't worry too much about it. Okay. I, I, I am notorious for leaving 
leftovers at restaurants. Okay. So okay. But, so that makes me feel a lot better because I felt like a dummy. We were talking. I had beers. There was beers. a lot going on. You had beers. <laughs> I had beers. That's what I'm blaming this whole experience on. But Amber, do you, you say you lose things all the time. You leave oh, yeah. things behind. What's the last thing you can remember? Um, who knows what the last thing was, but the biggest thing right now that's sticking out to my mind is I had an ex that bought me a pair of Chanel earrings and I lost, Bougie. I lost the Chanel earrings oh. and I couldn't find a replacement for some reason. They were, he bought them in New York. I mean, they probably were knockoffs actually, but I couldn't find a replacement for them. Dang, that's a lot more expensive than that pizza. (laughs) 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 Want to get you on the phone right now. What's your lose it story? Hey, it's Brian uh, from Santa Rosa. Was in the city years ago. I had graduated uh, high school. I was wearing my class ring. I went to the restroom and washed my hands. Forgot it in the bathroom at the restaurant. Didn't even realize until I had left and gotten back to San Jose. No. And that's the type of thing you just can't replace. No. It's hard to replace. I was able to get it replaced a couple years later when I finally had the money, but it was an expensive ring, so I had to save up for it again. Gosh, I'm so sorry. That's such a bummer experience, but we're glad you found, you know, you were able to get a replacement. Yeah, definitely. Don't wear it anymore. I keep it in the case. (laughs) All the things all morning. Oh, literally makes me laugh. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Your music all day. It's what I listen to all day. Flogging 92.9. You know that football guy, Aaron Rodgers? He told the Pac McAfee show that he is growing a mullet for his Halloween costume. (laughs) He said, I have a month-ish until Halloween and this hair has been a year in the making for my costume. <laughs> he said his costume is somebody who is a hero of mine who has longish hair. Do you have any guess who it might be, Tanner? Joe Dirt. <laughs> That's my guess. <laughs> That's my You think guess. Joe Dirt is Aaron Rodgers' hero? I think he's kind of my hero. Well, I, you... Okay, puns aside. Okay. Actually, puns not aside. Aaron Rodgers is going to great lengths. For this Halloween costume. <laughs> Get it? Because he's growing out his hair. Um, but have you also gone to great lengths for your Halloween costume? What was your most elaborate? We're getting some great pictures, great responses on our Froggy Facebook page right now. Like uh, Rachel from Windsor, she said, My husband and I were a dead bride and groom one year. I bought the dress in a secondhand store, cut the bottom and spray painted parts black. It turned out awesome. It was perfect, too, because the way our makeup was next to other people in photos, we actually looked dead. Yeah, I'm looking at the picture right now. They've got their eyes blacked out. They painted their faces white. They look absolutely incredible. Uh, Lizzie from Santa Rosa also posted a picture. She said, in 2014, my coworker was Lego Man. Even had a jet pack to go with it. Yes. <laughs> he was dressed head to toe. That's a great outfit. That's and a good one. Shannon from Runner Park said, Doctor Who slash steampunk mashup all made by me. I now, can't believe she made that. That's that's very creative. I love the very creative Halloween costumes. Anyone can be a cat every other year, <laughs> but the steampunk Doctor Who stuff, I am totally in. Well, what is the most elaborate costume you've ever done? I am notoriously bad at Halloween. The most elaborate is one I put together in about five minutes. Really? I wanted to dress up as the band Maroon 5, and really, I just had a maroon sweater on that day, and I taped the number five to my chest and hoped that people understood it. (laughs) 
It was kind of a pun. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. It's I guess that's not elaborate, though. Not elaborate at all. Like I said, <laughs> I am horrible when it comes to Halloween, and hopefully I'm better about it in the future. The most elaborate one for me, and the one I went to absolute great lengths for, is when I dressed up as the Hot Mess Express. I literally built a train out of cardboard and put it on my body and wrote the Hot Mess Express on the side of it. And there were like, there was steam coming out of the train. There were wheels. I'll post, I'll post a picture of it on our Please Facebook do. page. But it was like, it took me forever. I was up all night making it. I bet. I, this, did, I didn't win the costume contest, though. This makes me realize maybe this so year so. I should go, go hard all in the out. paint. <laughs> I, I mean, Jen... Uh, for middays, desperately wants me to be Chris Gaines, Garth Brooks' alter ego, and I think this might be the year to you do it. You gotta do it. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're talking to Brandy. Brandy delivers food for work, and so I'm gonna say that a customer caught her eating their french fries on the way to a delivery. Did that actually happen? No, but we're going to mess with Brandy a little bit this morning. Hello? Hi, is this Brandy? This is Brandy. Uh, Who's this? Brandy, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale & Johnson Attorney Services. I'm contacting you uh, because your employer, who delivers food to people, has contacted me regarding a new case. Okay, um, how can I help you with this? I have video surveillance right in front of me that I just watched. Of uh, It comes from one of those nests. You are caught on video eating french fries on the way to the front door. That, that can't be me. I've, I, that's disgusting. I would never go in someone's food and ever put my hands in there and eat. I, I mean... No, that's not me. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm so sorry. Maybe you have the wrong person? It is disgusting. I'll agree with you on that. But what else is disgusting is when you're lying to my face right now. Okay, look, I have no problem if you're calling to, like, help someone else. But this has nothing to do with me. I did not do that. And don't you dare call me and tell me I'm a liar. I'm watching the video right now. I cross-referenced it to your license photo. And that has also been attributed to your DoorDash account. So it has been confirmed. license photo? What? How do you have my license photo? Well, we had to launch a criminal investigation and see how we can figure this out. You have to be kidding me. I did not do that. I would never, ever do that. I've been working for for like three years, and I've never touched anyone's food. I don't know who you spoke to, but this is ridiculous. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Wait, Wait, what? Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. We hear about right place, wrong time all the time, but what about wrong place, wrong time? Getting a lot of great wrong place, wrong time stories right now on our Facebook page. Like Mark from Petaluma who said, decided to ditch school one day with a friend, went to the house to kick it, thinking his house was open. Looks like his mom was there with another man that wasn't his dad. (gasps) Oh my gosh. That is so uncomfortable. Oh, Jackie from Pengrove said, I used to work at a gym and often would work opening shift, which had me there at 4.30 in the morning. I went at 4.30 on a Saturday. 
which that was a 6.30 shift. I could have gotten so much extra sleep. <laughs> That's a different wrong place, wrong time type of story, but yeah. I like it. Uh, Jamie from Katati says, I took a lunch break at a desk outside of a previous employer's conference room. I overheard the meeting and learned that I was getting laid off. Ooh, that has to burn. That has to hurt. At that point, you just got to start packing your desk, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Last weekend, I went to my girlfriend's cousin's wedding in the state of Washington. It was a great time, but I was definitely in the wrong place at the wrong time. Cammie and I were, for some reason, sat in the front row. And I thought to myself, well, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm that important <laughs> to be here at this front of the row. And the reception's going on, and it's it's great. But then the mother of the bride started coming down the aisle. And that's fine. And then she got to, like, the front and started just wandering around. Mm. She was, like, kind of walking in circles. And I was like, what is she doing? Is everything okay? And then I just looked down where I was sitting, and I went, Oh my God, we're in the mother of the bride's seats right now. <laughs> and then, like a cat here in a thunderstorm, we had to run out of those seats. I like, go to the back, and it was just a really kind of just, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God moment. Yeah, there's definitely like etiquette for those things. Sometimes they even put up signs on the seats before the like procession starts. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure, because not everyone has been to a wedding, kind of like you. You mm -hmm. haven't been to a wedding in a really long time. You don't necessarily know. Oh, so I sometimes no they idea. put little cards on the seats before. Yeah, I and thought I was like front row at the Golden State Warriors, like getting a good show going no. on. <laughs> it was not the case. But so what happened? You got up, you moved. Oh, we like ran away. We like <laughs> got away so quickly and everyone was really cool about it. Everyone was really sweet about it. But it was just one of those wrong place, wrong time situations. Have yeah. you ever dealt with something like that, Amber? All the time. Um, I like went over to a friend's house once and I walked in on her and her boyfriend breaking up. <gasps> and I was like, Ooh. ooh, I'll just come back later. Yeah. He was like packing all of his stuff up and she was oh. like sitting on the bed crying. I was like... Uh, ha, ha, ha. Hey guys, Ooh. what's up? <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. The only way to wake up helps you wake up and get moving. She's re-energized. On Froggy 92.9. Tanner and I went to a work dinner last night at Belly Left Coast Kitchen in downtown Santa Rosa. And I think I was in heaven because there were so many dogs there. Every time there was a dog, I'd stop and be like, what kind of dog is that? Can I, can I pet your dog? And I really wanted to pet this one dog. And I just could not help myself. I like stopped everything I was doing. I got up and I, I, I went over and petted the dog. Yeah, I looked up and I was like, where did Amber O dog? <laughs> That's where she went. I, I did ask first. I was like, can, do you mind if I pet your dog? And she, she was so funny. She said... You absolutely can pet my dog and he will love it. <laughs> he was this big black lab and his name was Bogey. Bogey. Like, isn't that a thing in golf? I, yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Um, but I, I've never thought about it until that night. Is it weird that I do that? You know, I don't own a dog. I've never really been around too many dogs in my life because of that. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird to just go up to a random stranger and say, hey, can I pet your dog? But isn't that what doggies are for? I feel like it's the same thing of being like going up to a stranger and be like, hey, can I hold your baby? 
No way. Maybe a little bit, but you, you get what I'm saying, right? The logic isn't completely uh, it, flawed. You know, we're, we're getting some great messages right now on our Facebook page. Uh, like Marsha from Sebastopol, uh, she says there's etiquette. And I like what she says because it's kind of like what you're saying. She said, asking will make sure the owner knows you're petting the dog and will give them the opportunity to say, no, this is a bad idea. If it is a bad idea to pet the dog, most owners will say yes because they want people to love their dog as much as they love their dog. But you should still ask. Jason from Santa Rosa said, oh, man, I don't even ask. I just go up and pet the dog if it looks friendly. That's what, I feel like that's what you don't do, Jason. you got to ask if it's okay before you go around petting dogs. Well, Ruth from Guerneville says, definitely not weird. It's super polite and absolutely the right thing to do. Think of it like consent. The dog belongs to the owner and a stranger doesn't have the right to touch unless given permission. That in its way safer. If the dog isn't well trained or maybe aggressive, the owner can help avoid a scene. And then she says, happy petting. Now, I, I have a dog myself and people have definitely come up to him and not asked. It's but weird. But luckily, he's a super friendly dog and loves it. Again, this might be because I don't understand, you know, dog culture and what it's like to be a dog owner. But I just, that makes me uncomfortable. If I had a dog, I'd say, hands off my dog. Well, if you had a dog like Remy, he would just like force his way into your life and soul anyway. That's true. <laughs> Wake up, 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 Amber and Tanner in the morning. Every morning. In the country. On Froggy 92.9. Coming to La Plaza Park in downtown Katati. September 25th and 26th is the 30th annual Katati Accordion Festival. It's 9.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. on both the days. Tickets are on sale now at KatatiFest.com or at all Oliver's Market locations. But right now is your shot to get in for free. Just give us a call at 636-1467 because it's time. It's the Amber Showdown. Corey from Petaluma, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? I am. Corey, this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Corey, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Okay, sounds good. Now, Corey, before we boot Amber out of the studio, you want to talk some smack to her for a half a point bonus? Amber, you're going down. Is that all you got, Corey? Yeah, I <laughs> I like how that's the go-to smack talk. All right, Corey, you want to tell Amber to get out of the studio? All right, Amber, get out. It's uh, ready to leave. <laughs> All right, Amber's out of the studio. Corey, are you ready? Yes. Question number one. 43% of the world's population has received a COVID vaccine shot. Which vaccine is just one shot? That is correct. You're one for five. Here's question number two. Luke Bryan says that Yellowstone is his favorite TV show. A country superstar couple is going to star as the Duttons in a prequel of Yellowstone. Name that couple. I have no idea. Okay, I'll give you next. Still one for five, Corey. Here's question number three. Walmart is celebrating Halloween by selling a giant box of Hershey's Halloween treats. True or false, candy corn was originally called chicken feed. That is correct. You are two for five, Corey. Here's question number four. Jason Aldean says that he enjoys wearing his mask. Jason Aldean was almost a collegiate athlete. What sport did Jason Aldean play? That is incorrect. Still two for five. And here's question number five. Owen Wilson is going to be the first host of Saturday Night Live in October. Can you name his famous brother? No, I have no idea. Okay, I'll give you next. Going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Corey from Petaluma got two and a half out of five. Oh, they must be 
hard today. All right, Tanner, let's go. Question number one. 43% of the world's population has received a COVID vaccine shot. Which vaccine is just one shot? Johnson and Johnson. That is correct. One to one to score. Question number two. Luke Bryan says that Yellowstone is his favorite TV show. A country superstar couple is going to star as the Duttons in a prequel of Yellowstone. Name that couple. Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. That is correct, Amber. You're up two to one. Here's question number three. Walmart is celebrating Halloween by selling a giant box of Hershey's Halloween treats. True or false, candy corn was originally called chicken feed. True. That is correct. Amber, you're up three to two. Here's question number four. Jason Aldean says that he enjoys wearing his mask. Jason Aldean was almost a collegiate athlete. What sport did Jason Aldean play? Oh, man. Baseball? That is correct. Amber, you're up four to two. And here's question number five for a perfect sweep. Owen Wilson is going to be the first host of Saturday Night Live in October. Can you name his famous brother? Luke Wilson? Perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Corey from Petaluma's two and a half out of five. Corey, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. Oh, that's okay. Which question really stumped you, Corey? Um, it was the one about Yellowstone. Yeah, that was a tough one for sure. Well, even though you're not the champion of the Amber Showdown, you're still getting in for free to the Accordion Music Festival! <laughs> It's going down at La Plaza Park in downtown Katahdi, September 25th and, tw- and 26th in the great city of Katahdi. Corey, you did lose, which means you have to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you're going to the 30th annual Katahdi Accordion Festival, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tana in the morning, Frog 92.9. And it's a great day to be alive. We know today is Thursday. Typically, we do this on Friday, but today is Tanner's Friday because why? I'm going to Hawaii tomorrow. Tomorrow? I'm really excited to go on vacation. I'm hopefully not going to get too sunburned, but I'm really excited about it. So we're going to go ahead and um, wash off all those bad things that happened to us this week. And it's a great day to be Well, I am going to Hawaii tomorrow morning, but here's the thing. I have nothing packed, and I also have no clean clothes. And it's a great day to be alive. What are you going to do? I guess I'm going to the laundromat tonight. I'm going to be stressed out all evening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, yesterday, Tanner and I, we had a meeting at 11. Uh, As you know, we get off the air at 10. Now, I rushed to get my work done after the show, and then the meeting got changed to noon. And it's a great day to be alive. Yeah. Panic. Hey, at least you got your work done. Was it worth the panic? Probably not, no, <laughs> nor the quality of my work that day. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday I ran into a coffee shop for a pickup order. I was gone for maybe three minutes and I left my car. And what do you know? I got a parking ticket. Oh. And it's a great day. I was so excited to uh, see my dog, Remy, last night after I finally got home. Uh, So I got him all riled up, and um, he left two big scratches on my neck and chest. And it's a great day to be alive. Remy will jack you up, man. You just get so excited. (laughs) It It was my fault. Well, my cup of water that I had last night when I went to bed got knocked over on my nightstand, and the water itself ruined Three books. And it's a great day to be alive. So not only do I keep getting an influx of scam calls every day, 
But now my phone is doing this weird thing where sometimes it will send text messages, connect to Wi-Fi, and says that my SIM card isn't inserted. And it's a great day to be alive. I just imagine you looking at your phone like you are in there. Don't act like you're hiding on me, SIM card. It's been awful. Amber and Tanner in the morning. In the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's time to call in and win concert tickets in the 925 contest on Froggy 92.9. KFGY, Healdsburg, Santa Rosa. Coming to the Shoreline Amphitheater tomorrow night. It's the Back in the Saddle 2021 tour. It's Jason Aldean. This is such a huge show. Not only is Jason Aldean going to be there, but accompanying him is Hardy, Lainey Wilson, and DJ Silver. So we know you want to go to this show. And tickets are on sale now, LiveNation.com. But we're giving you a shot to win right now if you solve today's Mindbender. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. All right. Here is today's Mindbender. Doing this chore for one hour burns 204 calories. What is it? Here's clue number one. And once you know, give us a call at 636-1467. It involves cleaning. Here's a clue. Not the kitchen. And here's your final clue. Streaks. All right. Doing this chore for one hour burns 204 calories. What is it? 636-1-HOP. Hey, my name is Sammy, and I'm calling from Santa Rosa. What's your guess for Jason Aldean tickets? I think it would be cleaning the windows. That's That's correct! correct. How did you know that? You genius. (laughs) (laughs) All right, congratulations. You are going to see Jason Aldean tomorrow at the Shoreline Amphitheater. Oh, this is awesome. Thanks, guys. I I never thought I would win tickets on the radio. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations to you, my friend. What's your favorite Jason Aldean song? Mm, I like uh, Flyover State. Well, tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com. If your friends want to go, they have a shot to win tickets today, right, Tanner? That's right, 925 all week long here on Froggy 92.9. But my friend, you're going to see Jason Aldean thanks to which morning show? Oh, Froggy 92.9 with Amber and Tanner in the morning. Listen to win at 9, 2, and 5 from Froggy 92.9.